0: I want. I want to play a game. The rules of the game are simple. Consequences for breaking them are great. Death. You are being tested. Your will is being tested. Your will to keep
1: someone alive. Can you do that? Can you follow the rules and grant what is someone this? the gift what of is life? This? No! Get it! Ah No! No, What is this?
0: Who are you doing to me? Welcome back to the How to Fail Horror Podcast, where we review horror movie and horror movie franchises. I'm Tawan. I'm Maria. And today, we're reviewing Saw 3, released in 2006, directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman with a story by Lee Winnell and James Wan. Maria, can you give us the plot summary today?
1: Dr. Lynn Denlon becomes a pawn in the Jigsaw Killer's latest gory game. Kidnapped and taken to an abandoned warehouse, she finds Jigsaw bedridden and dying. Her task is to keep the maniac alive long enough for Jeff, a fellow victim, to complete his own task. Each is unaware that Jigsaw has much bigger and deadlier plans in store. So, Saw 3.
0: is definitely one of the ones for me that I tend to rank lower than some of the other movies. I like a lot of the backstory that we get between like John and Amanda and how that all unravels in this one personally. But I feel like the main game with um, that we kind of see with Jeff is boring. In my opinion, like I feel like uh, watching him, kind of annoyed me a bit with the way he with the way he was like second guessing and all that stuff like i understand like you're putting like this life or death situation but i just felt like jeff was could have done so much better (laughs) with what he was doing and it was not really like coming together for him and it kind of made us the viewer at least me it was a little like eh while I was watching his but whenever we switch back to the stuff with like Amanda John C- John Kramer and Lynn, I was like way more interested in what was going on there, especially because of Amanda was like spiraling the whole time uh what about you though Maria? how did you feel?
1: I definitely think that his game was boring I mean I know that it tied into everything, but I think the whole Amanda flashbacks was more interesting that, to be honest, I think I forgot that they were having a game in progress, like, in the background of everything. Like, I see Jeff, and I'd be like, oh, shit, like, I forgot. Right. Who this was. <laughs> and, um...
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you were saying with Amanda. It's, it's just, like, uh, the story that they were giving with With her in regards to the flashbacks and everything, it just kind of it if if meant a little bit more since we you know already at that time with Amanda, and as the movies do go on, you know we kind of get the main like game that's going on, but also what's happening in the background. But with this one, I just it didn't feel like it like meshed all that good with with everything that was going on, like in Saw Two. Like the like the trap house forever that that game was like interesting with like all the dynamics of each of the characters and stuff and then you know of course saw one with um Gordon and um, Adam as well like that was a good one but yeah in this one Jeff was just like a boring like person we're supposed to be rooting for and it didn't really make for that
1: good of a game yeah I kind of see that because like you didn't really know who Jeff really was until the end, you know, like they kind of threw us in there with him and they were like, yeah, his son got, you know, run over. Like, you know, it was a a hit and run. And, you know, he's a sad dad and it's all about forgiveness, but it's like, (laughs) like, you don't really build a connection with him, I guess, to feel bad for him or not. He's just kind of like a grieving father. Um, and it's just like, like I'll, like I'll be honest. I, th- I thought the, um, the, I guess the games, but like the inventions of the games were a little bit more gorier than the last ones. But, um, you know the way John mentioned is that they are basically unwinnable, which makes sense because, um. Uh, you know, he was supposed to get that key from that box, but then he was like, Where am I supposed to put this key? Like, that makes sense. Um, same thing with uh, Carrie. And, you know, her game was also fucked. Like, she, like, that, like, she was going to die regardless. She, like, because she, she did technically get the key, she used the key, but then there was no way for her to get out of it.
0: Yep, and it was all fucking Amanda's fault for that. Like, the way that she was, like, creating the games, and I guess which is why John decided he had to test her at the same time, which was fucked because, uh, like, moving on to Carrie, like, at that point, like, that game was, that was fucked because she actually won. <laughs> like, she, if, if it was John doing this, like, she would have gotten out, but because it was Amanda and... Like, she can't hold herself to, quote-unquote, the same values as John, even though he's literally a serial killer, um, but, you know, trying to have a moral high ground. But since she couldn't even adhere to those standards that he's, I guess, trying to set, now we, you know, we have a situation where we're getting these unwinnable traps, even on to the first one that we were introduced to, the guy, Troy, who was in that trap where he had to, like, pull like the um like the hooks and stuff out of his like skin with the last one being his jaw like i don't even think you can do that
1: <laughs> no yeah that's what i was thinking i was like cuz he has to go through bone you know and like he has to go through bone like in his jaw and also like his teeth i feel like that definitely depends on like his athleticism You know, like, if he's strong enough to do that? But what if I'm not strong enough to do that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's like... And then we even find out at the beginning, when the police were there, that the door was, like, welded shut. So even if he did manage to do that, he still wouldn't have been able to get out the room because of Amanda and the way she set up the trap.
1: Yeah. um, Which is why, I mean... I did like the movie because I guess I liked watching Amanda spiral out um, and it was cool to see the background of everything but um, I don't know it was just I feel like there was a lot going on that uh, the like that both storylines came off very unbalanced you know Like, there was Amanda, and there was Lynn, and there was Jeff, and it's, like, it was cool to see everything connect at the end, but it's, like, Jeff's story was a little bit more, like, you know, we were just thrown in there. Lynn, I mean, Lynn had a story, like, in the beginning, but then after that, you don't really get much of her until, until the end. It was mainly about Amanda, but even then, it's just, like, this bitch is crazy, you know?
0: Definitely. And I feel like you kind of notice that as you go on with the Saw movies, like the main plot line may not be making a lot of sense, but then they always like somehow wrap it together at the end with their twists and whatnot, which is like, you know, what they're known for out of everything anyways. And like, cool that they can do that, but we got like a whole middle chunk that we need to be interested in also. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Um. I'm, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I think this movie just definitely had a lot going on, you know?
0: Yeah, and yeah, I think that's also why I, I kind of rate it a little um, lower than some of the other ones. Cause, just because the main game wasn't really doing it for me. But everything else around it, it definitely, like, made it better as well like it came together at the end but i guess moving on um what do you say there's like any scenes that you like that's you know either stood out or ones that you didn't like in this one
1: um i mean i did like the traps themselves i thought they were a little bit more creative this time around um i liked the end when everything connected I didn't like all the flashbacks because I feel like they were going kind of back and forth. Like, I know we were going, you know, back in time, I guess. But, like, they were also kind of jumping around with that. And after a while, it became a little confusing. Because, you know, because cause at one second we were with Adam and then we were with Eric and then we were with, like, whoever. I mean, it was cool to see, but it just felt like a lot. And it felt very, like... Like, we were just kind of jumping around at this point. Um, I... Yeah, actually, that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say I agree with, um, as far as things that you did, like, I did, like, also, at the end, once Jeff finally comes into the room and we find out that that was his wife, and how that was all connected, like, the way they did, the way they all came together was really good, and then that whole sequence of, like, Amanda shooting Lynn, and then um, Jeff then shooting Amanda, him killing John, and then his wife getting killed, like, that whole, like, chain of everything happening, like, at the same time right there, that was, like, a good sequence of how that all happened, which, which is like one of those things that you get and saw just how like stuff like is all happening at once. And you really don't, and you really don't know until, you know, they wrap it up at the end, which um, that was like a good um, thing of it. But I will say a scene that I disliked was the trap where, Jeff had to help the girl who was getting covered in like the um fro like the frozen water. That (laughs) that pissed me off because he could have easily helped her. (laughs) Like
1: he I know he really it's
0: like I know the she did not help your son, but like if you were gonna be if you were like brother, you could have just walked out the room if you weren't gonna do anything or like just stood to the side, which is basically what he did. But like at the end, like don't try to save her at the end, like the girl's already halfway done.
1: Yeah, and I felt kind of bad for her because all she did, she was she was a bystander, you know. Yep. And <sighs> I don't know, but I I did feel kind of bad for her because she was a by, she was a bystander, and that was before you know he had his awake moment where he was like, you know what, I'll help, and he just let her freeze to death, and she was just like, I don't, it just, I don't know, I don't know the way this game, <sighs> and I he, feel like this he, game. It was just not it. <laughs> No, like, it, it really wasn't. Um, I mean... I don't know. I thought this... I, yeah, but you're right. That scene was a little, like... Maybe they could have done things differently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, since we are talking about them, were there any specific traps that you did like or dislike out of this one?
1: Um... I mean, I... I disliked Carrie's trap. Um I I mean it like visually it looked cool. But like yeah like how was how was she supposed to get that off, you know? Like the, like I think her hands were chained and like 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 she, you know, unlocked like she she got the key. She basically did win, but then she was like how the fuck am I supposed to take this off? Like I thought that was nuts. I didn't like the one with the chains that one just got me like ugh, like it was like i mean yeah he was not gonna survive that but like i just can't imagine like ripping those off like those things were like huge those rings were huge and thick they ugh. were like i would have taken my chance with the bomb um <laughs> <laughs> just i just could not i know I, i'd be like you know what I'd try to stand as close as I can to the bomb just kill me instantly um I I mean I guess overall I liked Jeff's because he ha- it was like multiple trials um, and it was a, a bit as kind of like a more elaborate trap but um again I don't feel like the first girl deserved it um I mean, everybody ended up dying, anyways, and yeah, for like the third trap with the with the Tommy Young. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was supposed to get the key, but he was like, "Where am I putting this key? Like that thing is so huge." Um, and I mean, I I did like Amanda's game, I guess. Uh, I mean, she didn't have to really like do anything besides letting people live <laughs> um whose other traps i think i think that's it actually
0: yeah i will agree that the, as far as one that you dislike carries because yeah there was it was purposely unwinnable by amanda and it it's funny because, like, if you go in, like, any Saw video where they show, like, either they're ranking the traps or they're talking about, like, Saw 3, everyone, like, all says it like, that's one of their, like, most disliked traps because of it, especially since Carrie actually, like, went through with it, put her hand in a vat of acid and got a key out and literally undid the device but couldn't – there was no possible – there's no way that she could have – gotten that off, like, out of her rib, like, her rib cage. And it just pisses it, it pisses me off every time I watch, like, this one. And, you know, you see that because there was no way. But like you did mention, the visual of it was like, pretty gnarly. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, As far as a trap that I liked <laughs> and, I, um, and I don't I don't like it because that it Happened, but like it was, it's so simple. But also like the nasty, one of the nastiest. It was the the um, I think it was called the rake or the rack. The one that um Jeff, the guy who killed Jeff's son, was in. That trap was so nasty, especially the
1: sound design
0: and hearing like the bones crunching and everything. Like, yeah. That was so great. Like watching that for the first time is like insane. Like how they and how they went about that, and like just like hearing it and everything. Like they (laughs) they did they did good with that one. And it's so simple because it's like compared to like what we get later on with some of the traps. Like that's just so simple. Like twisting somebody's body parts. But like hearing it, it is so disgusting. And then like the, the actual like like prosthetics and everything that they use for like the um for like the effects and stuff like ugh. it was so nasty but it was so good though.
1: <laughs> no yeah when I when I was watching this earlier I had to pause it like right before I'd started turning I was like oh god I was like I was like let me just walk around really quick and like wait a second I guess. And it was just I yeah, it was and that's why I liked, I liked it. I guess. I mean, I knew. I mean, obviously, he wasn't gonna survive any of that. But it was just like, uh I don't. I'm, just, uh, and the fact that it was turning so slowly, I cannot even imagine.
0: Literally, that's what took. That's like, uh, cause, and, and then what makes it even more like, bruh, it's fucking Jeff taking his good ass time to get that key, which he did get. <laughs> Yeah. maybe he could have got it so much sooner and he didn't even get shot he ended up killing the lawyer he didn't even get shot
1: yeah that's why I was like. <laughs> like he was like carefully looking at the gun and carefully looking at the string and carefully looking at everything and it's like bro like you hear this man yelling behind you in agony cause that shit hurts and I mean not that it was the lawyer's fault but why is he like right behind him like that uh i mean i i mean and then yeah because then he went over there trying to save him after getting the key he just couldn't find wherever the hell he's but he was supposed to put that key in which it makes sense that key was so tiny like where was he yeah. supposed to go and then like i and i honestly felt really bad because he was like trying to hold the guy's head and and it was, it was. I I thought it was a little bit of a sad moment because he just, you know, after after that, he didn't want him to die. But it was just so. Ugh, I don't know. It was, it was not, not great. Not a great trap, definitely.
0: Yeah. But moving on to our characters of this movie, uh, what were your thoughts on Lynn?
1: I mean. What do I think about Lynn? I mean, she was just very like medical throughout the whole thing, to be honest. I mean, in the beginning, you know, they made her seem very tired and just very like done with everything. Um, which made me feel a little bit bad for her. Like that's why well not I mean that wasn't why she was in the game, right? But like um I don't know, like bitches be tired. <laughs> And, you know, she, she was, like a, like, a surgeon. Like, that, that shit gets really tiring after a while. And, the I mean, I know they mentioned her cheating. Was that her cheating in the beginning?
0: I believe so. Like, I believe they were trying to, like, kind of make, like, have us think at first, like, that was her husband. Then we see that she's cheating. And then we find out Jeff is her husband. So, yeah.
1: But 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 like but the guy was like I want a divorce and she was like she like she just walked away because she seemed so tired and I was so confused by that. that's why I was yeah, like it
0: was it was weird the way they put it and I feel like I guess what we're what they're trying to get is like a, she like the divorce from Jeff that's what I'm assuming like he was saying so that they could be together like that's the only way that I could like correlate that in my head. <laughs> But that the, the way it's delivered is very weird. I feel like it. They gave they they pretty much delivered it that way for us to make us to like make us think that was like her husband.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, and I don't like that they do that because that's basically what they did in the last movie too, um, with Eric and his son. Yeah, and like I don't. It's not. It's literally not a play on words. It's like. I just feel like as an audience, like how else are we supposed to take that, you know? Like definitely. he says, I want a divorce. Or does he say no yeah, he I think that's what he says, it's I want a divorce. So you're I, over here I thinking think so. like you know.
0: Yeah, definitely it didn't make much much sense, like how it came across to us, the audience in there. But um I mean I I thought Lynn's character was like fine. It she definitely like served her purpose right in what like Jigsaw like needed of her but was perfect for what he also need needed in regards to Amanda's game and he I felt like he was definitely trying to like trigger Amanda with certain things that he was doing with Lynn and obviously Lynn didn't know what was happening but um he was definitely like using her in that in that way but outside of that um she 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 served her purpose well enough for what we were there to see her with as far as like this like particular game cuz i mean outside of her cheating, like she didn't really do anything to deserve like a whole jigsaw game. She was really just there because of Amanda's Amanda's game and Jeff's, which it just, it just happened to work out that way. But outside of that, um, she, that was like the only purpose she served was to be there for, and for a doctor to help out um, Kramer.
1: Yeah. Um, And I was, I was, I'm looking at the script and, yeah, all she's, all he says is a divorce. So you're like, so I guess either way, you know, it could it could mean that he wants a, her to divorce um, mm-hmm. Jeff,
0: or like them divorce. So it was it was like, um, like it definitely was like put up there to make us believe like the other thing, the, other, the situation. So I get it for sure
1: but you're right like all, i mean not that all she did was cheat on her husband that's obviously not a great thing but you know she's just i feel like her job and then what she was going through like at home just made her just wore her out you know and i think even like because in that scene you also see that they're having their own issues you know her like her side piece like they were having their own issues like lynn was just tired um but,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, think next we have um, Carrie to talk about in this one. And I I kind of wish that Carrie didn't die <laughs> in this movie. Like, yes, she did pass her test and everything, but we knew she was no way for her to get through it because of fucking um, Amanda's bitch ass. But I kind of felt like Carrie would have been a good force to have like ongoing as far as like one of the cops in the background, especially where we get a little more with one of our characters um, as the movies go on. I kind of felt like she could have been like a really good like person to have around and maybe that's why they decided to kill her, kill her off. For that like specific reason, because she at this point it became personal once um, Eric got captured. But you know, to them, they don't know that he was captured. They know he could just be dead. And like I felt like she was, um, she'd have been like a good character to have like keep going along with it. But outside of that, she, you know, was only in the movie to kind of die for the most part, and give us, like, the death scene and show us how Amanda's been kind of rigging the games, which John seemed to know about, but didn't really do anything about it until we got to the end of the movie (laughs) and we see that he was running a game around her the whole time. But, um, did you have, like, any thoughts or anything on Carrie's character?
1: I mean, I agree with what you said. I also kind of wish she didn't die. I... I mean that girl was super smart. Like she, you know, was fi- was kind of like figuring things out in the last movie, and then here I think she's the one who pointed out like, you know, the door was like welded shut. Like that guy was not gonna make it. So I I do wish that they would have kept her. Uh, I wish that she would have been one of the lucky few who survived a trap, I and mean, she technically should have survived that trap, and. Yeah, I just wish that they would have kept her and used her more. I feel like she was a she would have been a great like like you said like a great like opposing force to the whole jigsaw game. Um, because I feel like like John, she was very smart. You know, she was very level headed, and she was very um um uh. How do I say she she was very like determined, you know? I mean she basically won her game, but she you did. know, the fact yeah, the fact that it was Amanda's game just didn't help her. Um so I I liked Carrie. I wish we had more of her and I wish she wasn't dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Felt that. Well, do you think I can get your opinion on Jeff? <laughs>
1: I mean I feel like Jeff was just very like one dimensional, you know. He was he was a grieving father. He uh was trying to get through these games. He was just a, an emotional man. Um I I don't know why they were um I guess it doesn't really explain to you why he was in these games. It was more just like, oh, can you forgive? Like, his son died. Like, how, you know...
0: Exactly. And that's what pisses me off <laughs> with t- the story. Like, his fucking son died. Like, what do you mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, if anything, the person who sh- should have been in the games was Lynn. You know, I know Lynn had her own game. But it's like, I feel like Jeff went through so much when that poor man was trying to keep it together, he was trying to keep it together for his himself, for his family. I mean, his wife was out here cheating. Who knows if he knew or not. Like, he was angry that the guy, um, you know, who did it got a light sentence. But I feel like, who wouldn't? Like, that's a very normal human reaction. Yeah, um,
0: and, and uh, to me, I kind of felt like, since the jigsaw was able to put the guy who killed his son in a trap, why not put him in the in the game? Make the game about him. I understand we wouldn't get the ending the way we got it, but if you're actually trying to like make somebody like repent, obviously the person that that um killed the child should be more at fault than this. Make force It this guy to forgive people.
1: Yeah, because I feel like I mean I don't know if it explained to the movie but he wasn't really hurting anyone he wasn't like he was just grieving like 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 any parent would grieve and he was you know watching his marriage probably fall apart and he was you know trying to be there for his daughter and he's just trying to live their lives after what happened and it's like I don't know, for what Jeff went through, I mean, like, maybe the first trap, you you might be like, okay, like, maybe you do... Because he let that girl die, but it was like... But I feel like he learned his... Um, like, he learned how to feel... How to forgive. I feel like he learned how to forgive very quickly because he saved the lawyer. You know? And, again, I feel like the lawyer had more to do with the injustice of you know of um Love his son yeah of Love his the son then then the girl did so it was kind of like um uh, you know it was just you know and i feel like that itself just shows him um changing like he was kind of learning even though he didn't save anyone which is very sad yeah. and then And then the fact that he still had to play another game when his daughter. I don't know. It's just. It was just weird. I felt bad for Jeff, I guess. I mean, oh, kind of, because he did let that girl die. And it's a little like. (laughs) Poor girl. But, um, well, not really. I don't. It's just. It's a very gray area, I guess. But it's like. I feel like other people should have been in the game versus Jeff being in the game.
0: Yeah. I definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think. With Jeff, he's he's a boring like even he's he's a boring protagonist because he is supposed to be like our like protagonist for like the main game. He's like boring protagonist, but I understand why he would be feeling the way he does because of the situation that happened with um with his son. Like obviously, like that man's gonna be grieving, and like who is John? Or Amanda try to force someone to speed up their grieving process because um, because they feel is necessary. (laughs) Like who are like who are you? Like you don't like you don't to even like like any other situation. You don't tell someone how to like grieve the loss of like like something like that's not like someone else's decision to make like people, you know, go through that with time. Like we don't even think we know like the time frame of his son like dying to when where we are now. At least in my head, I don't remember um, if that was said, but even if it happened last week, if it was a year, if it was a year after, a couple years after, like you don't tell someone like you're <laughs> how to grieve and then Putting them now in this situation and trying to force them to like forgiveness, like to get like forgive people. It's yeah, that's not like a decision for someone else to make. Now, as far as like Jeff's decisions in the game, like those could have been handled better. Um, it's like, like with the, like we mentioned with the first one with the bystander and basically just letting her get like frozen to death when you know he could have, if, if all it took all if all it was was you know putting your hands through those like those poles or whatnot to get to the key like bro got like a whole sweater or something on like like i don't know like <laughs> like improvise like yeah. make it seem like you're trying to do something <laughs> and then he wait to the last second like he was like he was hesitating a lot like i understand the situation that you're in but um you know, this could be, this is life or death for you too. Like, you don't know what else is happening um, at this point, which we see was the whole thing with um, Lynn, his wife. But I understand the situation that Jeff has been put in, but I feel like he could have made some better decisions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree too. Like, I see him hesitate a lot. Which, I mean, I know he's struggling with a lot because they kind of just threw him in the situation. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, yeah, when, when he had decided to save um, Tommy Young, and he was and he was still taking his sweet time. He was looking at that gun, looking at the string, looking at the box, looking at everything and, like, tugging at it. And it's like, are you going to do it or not? Like, Like, regardless, that gun's going to go off. Come up with a plan. I mean, honestly, I feel like him and the lawyer could have gotten gotten it without like letting that gun go off. Um, mm-hmm. And and then like the end where he decided to kill John. I feel like I feel like that's a little ridiculous that John was like, "You need to forgive me too," and it's like, like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was such a weird thing for him to say like he basically forgave the people that hurt you know his family and for john to be like well you need to forgive me for what i did to you and it's like like bro you're fucking delusional yeah because it's like okay not only did you kidnap me and my wife but like you're a serial killer you know like you're out here killing people and then you have such a high moral thinking you're you have such a high moral ground For the things you're doing, because I'm learning a lesson. I'm not learning a lesson. Like, they're just trying to survive, you know? And I don't know. That part just, I thought it was, I just don't know what Jeff did. That John was making him go through game after game after game. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was just, I feel like it was such a weird thing. Like, Jeff was just, he was. He was just a h- human, I guess. He wasn't really, like... I feel like the things he w- was doing wasn't hurting anyone. He wasn't really hurting himself. Or not that they show us. Um, Like, he was just kind of, like... um, How do I say? He was just kind of, like, going through it with, like, his circumstances. You know what I mean? Like, his kid died. Obviously, he's going to grieve. And then there was, like, injustice. So, obviously, he's going to be mad. And then... You know his his marriage is falling apart, so you know he might be obviously is gonna be feeling very down about that. And I, it's definitely yeah, and like you're you're right, John. Like who is he for for him to be like? I need to teach Jeff a lesson. Like the, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, well I felt bad for Jeff.
0: <laughs> yeah, and to go back to what you said, like yeah, wait, John requesting like Jeff forgive him like bro you just re traumatized this man yeah. like whatever trauma that he just had like it's tenfold now he just watched this woman get like frozen to, like frozen to uh, death um he had to save the cop i mean not the cop the um lawyer um and he got shot in the head and then he just watched the guy like get fucking his body parts twisted all around like even if Jeff was the most forgiving person in the world, like, like, what do you think is going to happen after that? Like, who's going to have a new outlook on life after you just, like, gave like, travel, like traumatized him after that point? Like, come on, man. Oh, fucking, fucking jigsaw. But we move on to... Our lead and Saw 2, Eric Matthews, who we were introduced to again at the beginning of this movie. And we saw that he was, you know, as he was at the end of Saw 2, put at the um, room that Gordon and Adam were in in Saw 1 and was chained up. He tried to use the saw and he, he didn't have the ability to. So he decided to smash his um, foot to get out of the chains, which uh, I mean, definitely worked. <laughs> but uh, he really didn't, you know, have as much going on in this one, which, for you know, it wasn't his game. But we did, we know we just got a little, you know, fill in there that'll that'll lead us enough until the next movie where we do see him and his little his little fight with amanda was funny to me because <laughs> i don't know why i laugh when she kicks his leg <laughs> it's not funny it's really not funny but just the fact that she did that and how he fell out it, it's always funny to me how it goes out <laughs> but um we definitely get we you know we don't get and we don't get like all of him in this one he's definitely important to the story a little bit going on as we get and i know he would have been like heartbroken as shit if he found out what happened to carrie but uh i think that's pretty much all i have to say did you have anything to add about eric in this movie
1: Not really i mean i agree he was i mean yeah the fight with amanda it was i was... was honestly i it was very unexpected didn't think she was gonna get her ass beat like that um but i i mean because he definitely won his i feel like he won his game i mean i know that like, he didn't sit down like he was supposed to but yeah he smashed his foot like he was trying to live and he was tr- you know trying to get to his son and the fact that amanda was just like well i mean she was going through her own thing in that moment but i mean you know, he does. I feel like if it was John Kramer instead of Amanda or John, I feel like, um, yeah, he would have let him there. live. <laughs> yeah, like he would have been like, you know what, like you're right, like get, get out of here, I guess, go find your son. But, um, but yeah, but I agree. We also don't really get much of Eric here. I mean, you do get more of like what happens and. Um, a little bit more background, which, I mean, was mainly for us to know more about Amanda. But overall, yeah. we don't get much of Eric here.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. But since she um was just mentioned by you, what are, were your thoughts on Amanda in Saw 3?
1: Well, she was nuts. Like, that girl was spiraling out of, like, out of control like you know she was she was definitely a murderer like i know john is also a murderer but he in his mind at least gave people chances but amanda was just not like she was like straight up just let's kill people in the most like crazy way possible you know um i thought i mean i guess i thought It was a little sad because in a way, John kind of made her like that, you know, going on and on about self-righteousness and trying to make her into like his apprentice. And then she got the, I mean, I think she snapped, you know, she just kind of lost it. Um, and then eventually she enjoyed it, which was not the point of the games. Um, I definitely think it was good that she died. Um, I think... Agree. Yeah, I feel like, you know, she she did... I mean, she, she, she got her second chance. But I feel like she was kind of too... I feel like if she had survived, she was just kind of too far gone at that point. Um, she's already had, you know, a taste of killing someone who's wronged you. And I feel like that stayed with her and and she liked it you know i know like in the beginning when she first killed adam you know she was a little bit like i don't want to do this but i have to do this um well in her mind right but i feel like eventually because you know once you like um once you see the scene where 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 carrie dies and she's just standing there watching it happen. You know, she wanted a front row seat. And she, and she was, like, smiling the whole time. And it was like, you know, this is not the same Amanda from the beginning who probably very much believed what John was saying. But I think, I mean, like John, you know, she, she took those beliefs and she twisted them to fit her own agenda, really. I mean, because, you know, in Saw 2, it was all about Eric Matthews, Right. And I think she like she even said here, she was like, you know, that guy, he he ruined my life and he um you know, he just can't be forgiven and blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, so you're really doing this for revenge then, like but that's not the which I mean I which again I feel like it's kind of John's fault, you know, he kind of gave her some radical ideas and she, like John, ran with them and twisted them to fit her own sense of justice, you know? Um Like, I'll admit, her traps were very creative and they were very gory and it's like... It's, it's just, you know, you can tell that she had gotten that once she had gotten that taste of blood, she just wanted more. Um yeah. Like... You know, both her and John—they're both serial killers—but Amanda's doing it intentionally. Like she wants these people to die the worst way possible, and and again, yeah, I'm glad. You know, if um, if Jeff hadn't shot her and basically stopped her, like I think John would have have had to do it again, like down the line, um, which is why, you know, which is why he was giving her another game, and he—I know he really wanted her to win. But she was just, like, gone. Like, she was not coming back from all the things she did. Which I think is a little, like, hypocritical of John. Because he was like, I hate murderers the most. And it's like, okay, but you got a girl. Like, oh, you know, like your apprentice. Right next to you, who's just straight up murdering. Like, torturing people at that point. Um, but, so yeah, I think Amanda was nuts. Um, that girl was crazy. I think for what John, not, not only for, I mean, I think putting her through the game did help her, but I think when he took her under his wing, that's when she kind of like fell apart and just couldn't handle it. Um, so yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, with a lot of points you mentioned and, I, well, one thing I did want to bring back is you mentioned like her inventiveness, her inventiveness with the traps, and I definitely agree that she, you know, she has some good traps. They were good for us, the viewer, to see, but not for anyone who was actually in them. <laughs> um, but outside of that, yeah, she she was definitely just like full on like spiraling in this movie because like she saw John getting closer to someone that wasn't her, and it basically felt like it was like a threat to her almost and she wasn't able to like handle that in any good way which I'm sure she couldn't have being that she was a former like drug addict and stuff and like John only just gave like gave her like a lifeline to live but like that's not like that's not rehab like she's like that girl is still like she still has struggles of the past like there's a lot. There's a lot more that needs to be done there than just, oh, I'm gonna kill you, but you you have a way to get out of it. Okay, now you're free, and you're gonna help me possibly kill other people. Like, well, huh? Like it's not. <laughs> I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. And we even see um, in this one that she's been helping since the first one. So it's yeah, been, it's been a, it's been a while now, and. Like she's grown to like him, like you know, like a father figure in a way. Which sure, like you know, that that works for them, but there's still a lot of unresolved things there with her that you know need to be resolved. That's not just, oh, I'm gonna run a game inside a game inside a game, like jigsaw, like it's Inception out here with all the
1: games (laughs) in,
0: in this movie. Like he's like, oh, it was actually Amanda's game. He did that thing again to Amanda that he did with Eric, like when he was talking to Lynn. But at the end, he was like, oh, I was talking to you the whole time. Like, bro, what? Like, how the <laughs> fuck is he supposed to think that you're talking to her?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, it makes no, it makes no sense. Like, sure, like if you, if somebody's listening, if if you're having a conversation with three with three people, and one person is talking to the other. And they say something and then later on say, Oh, that was a that was addressed to you. But you weren't talking to me. So how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I hate oh my god. He pissed me off. And like he said he just basically set up like he set Amanda up and she set herself up. And like not every now everybody did.
1: <laughs> you know, and I feel like that's what made Amanda so obsessive. Like you know, like, I think that's what made her so codependent on him because she was like, you know, cause he, he, I mean, well, I mean, he told her, right? Like everything, every part of you belongs to me. Like who says that? But on top of that, it's like, you want her to hang on to your every word, even when you're technically not talking to her. And it's like, yeah, like how, how was she supposed to know that? I guess. But it's so, like, and like, I feel like that's what made her so, not so, but like that's what made her spiral, you know? Like, you made her become so dependent on you and so, like, to see you as some type of mentor, some type of, like, I don't know, just... Some like 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 a god, I guess. And yeah, it's like, like
0: basically was like her new drug. Like she was obsessive with yeah. drugs and stuff, but now like she's obsessive over this because like he saved her and like he made her feel like that this is the only way
1: she's gonna have a life now. Yeah.
0: Uh <sighs> oh man. I guess <laughs> we are At him now, well, we are, we can talk about John, good old John Kramer. (laughs) You want to take the floor?
1: (laughs) I feel like we've already started, like. Honestly. I think he was ridiculous in this game. I think, like, it was just so weird that he was, like. Like, I don't even know where to start, like. His whole mind games thing, I think it's so ridiculous. It's like... Because you're right. Like, how are these people supposed to know what you're thinking if you're not outright saying these things? Just because you're speaking in riddles doesn't make you the smartest person in the room. Like, just because you're over here indirectly saying things, it's just... That doesn't make you any better, you know? And it's just like... You know, cause like with the whole thing with Jeff, you know, when he was like, um, what do you say? He, when he was like, oh, I didn't, I like, I told you you couldn't kill me, but I never told you why. And it's like I feel like withholding information, which you know, which he did with Eric, he did with um, with Amanda. He was like, which I mean, he's basically manipulating these people, you know, to kind of get some type of reaction and it's like him basing and it's him you know I guess judging really these people through their reactions but it's like how can you get a full honest reaction if you're not giving these people the full you know full information you can't just be like I don't know it was just it's just ridiculous you know and and again like I feel like Amanda spiraling was kind of his fault. And I think it's unfair that, uh, you know, that he had her go through her game, through a game again. And then basically at the end be like, you know, I tested you and you failed and then you're dead. Like poor girl, you know, like, like you had her so obsessive, so obsessive over you. So like, like, like how you said, like he was, you know, her new drug. He was something that she kind of felt like that she needed in order to feel alive. And and I, I mean, he's, I guess, a smart guy. Like, he knew that. And he kind of let her go on. And then, and on top of that, like, you mean to tell me that he had a feeling that she was kind of overdoing her traps and not letting people live? So they all died? <laughs> You know, so it means that these people never actually had a chance. So you're letting this girl murder people, basically, instead of stopping it right out. Um, I just, I it's it's just so ridiculous because it's like so these people never had a chance. So your games basically mean nothing. If she was helping him from the beginning, I'm assuming some of most of those. I mean, the way they make it seem is that most of those were her traps. So then you're a murderer, like you're both murderers. Then, you know, what's the point of making these elaborate games if they, if, you know, the meanings behind them is lost? And I don't know. I think it's like nuts. I don't know. And I mean, I, I do like that you do get a little bit more of John here and you get more of like his illness. And I do see, um, where his play on words come come in you know like I, I did you know watching it um i understood what he was trying to say i guess mm-hmm. but like but you're right like how was amanda supposed to know that he was talking to her like amanda's like like that girl had crazy eyes throughout this whole movie <laughs> like you mean to tell me that john didn't notice like that girl again she probably had no chance like Because he was doing things on purpose to rile her up. Like, I think that that one scene where he was holding on to, like, Lynn's hand and she was going to let go, but he didn't. And then Amanda comes in. He knew, like, he he knew she was going to come in. He knew that it was going to bother her. And he was just like, I'm going to do this to get a reaction and see what you decide. But it's like, if you keep riling this poor girl up, because he was doing it over and over, you know? it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's up with John. I mean, I think, like, Amanda's victims are just on, like, Amanda's victims are um, oh my god, I don't know how to say this. His, like, her victims are what am I trying to say? Oh my god. His (laughs) victims are just, are more on him than they are are on Amanda? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know why I'm so having a difficult time trying to work. Oh it. yeah, I
0: get. No, I, I get what you mean. Like you know, him saying like what Amanda was doing with the traps and everything, but that's still like his doing. Like she wouldn't even be in this if it wasn't for him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like after the first trap, he should have been like, "Hold on, like." Like, rethink... I don't... Like, was he... Were they not running traps by each other? Like, you know, like, I feel like he should have been like, you know, let's reel it back in. We're not trying to really kill these people. We're trying to show them, you know, teach them a lesson. Mm -hmm. But no, he let all those people die. And he was at the end, you know, because he was like, Amanda, this is for you. Like, all those people that you were supposedly trying to teach a lesson to died for no reason. Like, they... Like, what was the point of that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
0: Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree. John was, he was, like, at his peak of trying to, like, misconstrue people in what he was doing in this movie. Which, (laughs) it's so funny that, like, we get the death of John Kramer and this motherfucker is still like, uh, basically around for the next, like, five movies after this. <laughs> that That's always, like, so funny to me when I watch Saw 3. You know, you watch it, and you're like, damn, like, it's over now. And then you look, and it's, like, five more movies waiting for you. <laughs> and yeah. they, they all still include, like, shit with John in it. But he, yeah, he definitely did a lot of... And, you know, it was overused. He definitely did a lot of gaslighting in this in this movie <laughs> to basically everybody, <laughs> like to especially Amanda. Um, He was just he was just setting he was just setting everybody up. But what lesson was each person like supposed to learn? Like, sure, Jeff with forgiveness, like, OK, but then he has to forgive you, even though you just put him through a trial where he just had to watch three people die and his wife just got shot. Like, bro, what? like <laughs> he, he just he just didn't make it make sense enough. And it's trying to convince himself and these other people that what he's doing is, you know, the righteous thing for to help them out. And it's like. Once again, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you, this, like, that isn't for you to decide that you're just going to be the, like, the um, judge jury executioner for someone because of them not forgiving people or, like, them deciding that they're going to be on drugs or something. And, like, the case of Amanda, and now you're deciding that you're there like you're their primary person and you basically have like ownership over them because you save them. It's not like, that's not how it works. But in that like twisted mind of John Kramer, like he feels like this is what he has to do to like leave his mark on the world. And nobody assigned you that role, but yourself.
1: Yeah. And like, and you're right. The fact that, you know, um, you know, Amanda was a junkie and sure. He, helped her become more grateful for her life but it's like but you never really you know like i I mean obviously these movies aren't meant to go as deep as they do um but it's like you never really fix the root of the problem you know and then and then poor jeff like i don't know what jeff did to john that john was like you know like he was like yeah you 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 have this game where you have to forgive your um um Your child's killer, and then he's, and then it's like actually, now you have this game where you have to forgive me for kidnapping you and your wife and putting you through this, and then actually you have this other game where you have to save your daughter. Like, like Jeff, oh Jeff was just a grieving parent, you know. Um, and you're right. Like John has a very twisted sense of of justice. Um. But it's like, yeah, it's like, who is he to decide these things and then still be very hypocritical that he lets people like Amanda go, you know, because he, I think he told her he was like, he was like, I know about the others. So, you know, you, so so like you knew that people died then, right? You knew that she was killing people that won your games and you didn't do anything. <laughs> like, you, you just let it happen? I don't know. It was just... It's a it's stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now that we have gone through, I'll give our audience a little bit behind the scenes info. So, the budget for Saw 3 was 10 million, which was double the amount of the previous one Saw 2, and it came in with a box office of 164.9 million. Some interesting facts. Director Darren Lynn Bousman changed the film's chronology in the editing room. In the original script, the scene with Donnie Wahlberg in the bathroom was supposed to appear midway through Saw 3. Bousman changed it to the film's first scene in order to pick up exactly where Saw 2 left off. Damn, Maria, they would have had it messed up even more for you. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, So the first cut of Saw 3 was around three and a half hours. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> it was ultimately slimmed down to 121 minutes. The MPAA originally gave Saw 3 an NC-17 rating because of all the gratuitous gore. Certain scenes like the one in which a man's, man is stuck in a twisting limbs trap had to be re-edited and resubmitted as, as many as seven separate times before the film was able to receive an R rating. Saw 3 was uh, filmed in only 28 days and shot in chronological order. At, t- at 10 million, its budget was the highest in a saw franchise at the time. Some critics' reactions. The film currently sits at a round tomato score of 30%. Variety gave the film a mixed review, uh, criticizing the use of several flashbacks in the film, saying that it hindered the movie ratcheting down its tension and pace. The San Francisco Chronicles gave the film a negative review, criticizing the plot. Meanwhile, Empire gave the film two out of five stars. They said the acting was surprisingly good, but criticized the script and torture devices. But that's what those people think. Let's see about us. Maria, do you cash or pass Saw three.
1: I cash only because I think it's a good... um, Um, follow up from the last two movies and like like as a standalone it's definitely not a good movie because I do agree uh, that they do use flashbacks here that I feel like weren't really necessary they were kind of just there to kind of more strengthen Amanda's character and what she was going through but I feel like you can already see that Mm -hmm. Um, but it was very interesting to see it's like if you're like binge watching these movies i think you definitely it's not a it, the third one is definitely not a movie you want to miss because you get a lot more background you know and on top of that it sets up for the rest of the movies um i did enjoy the traps because i thought they were a little bit more elaborate but they were unwinnable traps which you're kind of like it's I guess it's kind of hard for, well, I don't know how to explain it, but they were like unwinnable traps, which I feel like weren't fair. And you're just kind of stuck with feeling like, okay, so, you know, these people were all meant to die, I guess. Um, And the plot was, I don't think it was as deep as the other ones were um they are they were a little bit more elaborate but that didn't help um so i mean i still cash because there were some things that i like about it and it is a movie you don't want to miss like if you're trying to like only if you're binge watching it but as a standalone it does have its flaws but i still like it so i'm cashing
0: you know i i do agree and I'm kind of conflicted because this one for me is one of the more boring like main games that we're supposed to be seeing like the one with Jeff but it does set up a lot and I will say if I was just ranking this like by itself I probably would pass but with it um being you know part of the franchise of you know and going into the next movie especially when you when you get to the um like, the ending of the next movie, this one does, like, have a payoff with that, with the, with the fourth one. I will pass it on that because it is um, needed, um, I would say, needed watch for the story with how it all kind of ties together with um, Saw 4. So, for that, I will give it a cash. But yeah, if I was just ranking this one, you know, all by itself, like no other movies, this is like the only saw movie. Um, I personally would pass on this one myself. But the trap, some of the, I mean, you know, some of the traps and stuff were good in here, and you know, we got a lot of good like character moments. But um, the main game, which is what we're supposed to be the most engaged in, was a bit lacking for me. So yeah, I think I. W- so yeah. Um, in the franchise, you know it'll get a cash, but yeah, on its own, I probably would pass on Saw Three. But that is not all. You all will be joining us next week as we go through Saw Four. And Maria, do you um, do you kind of remember Saw Four? Do you remember if you liked it or not?
1: I don't actually. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: I rem I remember Saw Four, um I think Saw Four was like the first one that I actually saw in theaters. I think one of my cousins took me. <laughs> <laughs> um but I do remember liking Saw Four and the game that was um that they have to go through. And I'll say we kinda we kinda get into more of like the police detective stuff you know we get like Hoffman lot of that going in uh, soft 4 so it starts to build up a lot from there so I think, we're, I think we'll are be in for a good one with it but with that we will leave you guys for now and hope you return for next week thank you
1: The Hide and Feel Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media Production
0: If you like this episode, please be sure to check out Hide and Fear Horrors' past reviews from big franchises like Halloween, Friday the 13th, and the Chucky franchise. Or one-off reviews like Us and Midsommar. You can follow Hide and Fear Horrors on Instagram and TikTok, where the host posts updates and many reviews. Full episodes are available on several podcasting platforms. If you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to please like and subscribe. Hide and Fear Horror is produced by Mark Smart, Maria Perez and Tawan
1: Griffin. Edited by Mark Smart. Themed by Lethal Injections. Should we do an intro?